It's time for Shattered Soulstone. Featuring the latest news from Sanctuary and beyond. Each episode, a heroic party of Nephilim band together to help keep you informed on everything in the Diablo universe. And now, your Diablo Community Podcast. Coming to you from somewhere in Sanctuary, this is episode 299 of Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo Community Podcast. This episode is titled, Season 22 Ending Soon. It is March 19, 2021, and this is Jen. And today I'm here all by myself for a change, which... Might be a change you like because I've had a lot of guests on and sometimes it's nice just to hear me, but I'm still thrilled to have so many guests on. They've been wonderful. And I am really looking forward to episode 300 that's coming up soon and I think you'll like it as well. I'm going to start with my week in gaming, which I haven't done for very many shows because it was more fun to talk to the guests about stuff than just to let you know what I was doing. So here's as quick a rundown as I can do without making this the entire focus of the show. So I completed chapter one of the season journey a while ago, hit level 50, all good, and I'm still not anywhere near close to finishing the season journey, so I'll just, you know, let you know that spoiler right away so you don't, you know, get your hopes up. I am intending to keep going, but I haven't gotten there yet. So what I have done is I started working on chapter three objectives and some chapter two objectives and I hit level 50 while doing some of the bounties and you know chapter three's got all those objectives where you have to complete one set of bounties for each act and it takes a little while but I got it done and I also finished the friends with benefits objective where you fully equip one of your followers doesn't matter which one and the maximum efficiency one where you raise the crafters to 12 and I also did the Kanai's Excellent Adventure to go and get the cube, uh, Kanai's Cube, which has four slots in it this season, as most of you probably already know. But in case you didn't, if you're behind like I am, um, there's four slots this season, and you still have time to make that work. So that put me at about halfway through Chapter 2. And then I got the idea that maybe I should try streaming again on Twitch, and this was, this was a mess. Um, it's been years since I tried that, and the last time I did it, I was working with software that wasn't necessarily perfect for the Mac, and I'm on a Mac, and, and I tried again and just got frustrated. There was a video, uh, but I'd gotten so frustrated with everything that I didn't bother to download it, which probably wasn't very smart, but in that one, I... I think I went for like two and a half hours and my hands didn't want to work anymore when I was done because I have fibromyalgia and it's just one of those things. I don't know where the video went. I may have deleted it thinking, you know, just out of frustration, I can't find it. But I'm certain it wasn't anything that exciting, really, honestly. And I think that was the video where I noticed that there was this weird glitch going on. I don't know if any of you had this or if this was a Mac thing specific to the computer I was using before. Uh, recently i could see if i went into a rift or went into an area of the game i could open up my bag and see everything that was in it if i went into town suddenly all that stuff is invisible and that includes the stash and that includes the bounty caches that you open up and things are supposed to like land at your feet and you couldn't i couldn't see them so i didn't know what was causing it and that was just making me more frustrated at the time but i continued on i don't intend to stream very often maybe never i don't know for me, it takes a lot of energy, but once in a while, I might try again, but I'm not going to promise anything on that. So I started 
going back to like I usually do, which is recording my gameplay videos. And I started at level 60, and that meant I could kill Queen Aranya and Gome on hard difficulty and get part of Chapter 2 done. And then I got a new computer. It's still a Mac, but it's different than the one that was there before. So my old Mac was an Intel iMac. And now I have an M1 Mac Mini. And there's a huge difference between Diablo 3 on the first one as compared to the second one. The new one is just so much better. The video game itself is so much more clear. I can see more details in the armor and on the monsters and everything like that. And the text anywhere in the game, like the text for achievements that pop up or off to the side that just tells you, hey, you're playing Diablo 3, you know, that part when you first start out, real super clear, and it runs so much smoother. And I thought, okay, good. Maybe the problem with the disappearing uh, loot would uh, fix itself because of this, and that turned out to be true. So it had something to do with the, I guess, the Intel iMac. I, I don't know, but I don't have that problem anymore, so I don't have to figure out how to solve it. it kind of solved itself. The next thing I had to fight with was my software because I have a I have a Mac Mini and they don't come with a monitor. So we have a monitor. I have a monitor that is not a Mac. I've done this before. It can work, but you got to figure out certain things and so I had to fight with my recording, my video recording software again to get things working. So there's a gap in my videos of my Diablo gameplay because I had a lot of problems trying to figure out how to get the volume of my voice to be louder than the volume of the in-game sounds and eventually I figured out a combination of fiddling with the software and fiddling with the sounds in the game. You can go into, if you don't know this, you can go into your Diablo game and uh, mess around with the settings and make the noises quieter. You know, try that if you're working on this and having that same problem for whatever reason. So I did that and then uh, let's see I was at level 68. I ran through three Nephilim rifts on expert difficulty and almost got to 70. There was like a bar and a half left before I got to 70 and so I ran through the old ruins because I like killing zombies and stuff like that and just ran through there until I hit 70 and then at least that part was done. So after that I had the blacksmith craft the sages ribbon belt from the sages set. And that was because I needed him to craft a level 70, I think either weapon or armor. And that was the only one that I saw in there when I was looking for it. So that was really easy to do. And it turned out the belt was pretty good. So I started wearing that belt. And the next thing was to craft a level 70 ring or amulet at the jeweler. Now, when I went and looked at it, I didn't think that I'd given him one that was level 70. It turned out I was wrong, but I didn't know it at the time. So I felt like, okay, I'm stuck. That's the last thing I got to do on chapter two, and I can't do it right now. I'd been playing for a while, and I was kind of tired. Obviously tired because I didn't even see that the, the very top thing that the jeweler had was a level 70 amulet. I didn't even know. So I stopped there. And, you know, went and did some Nephilim rifts and some greater rifts. And my hope was, um, you know, this was probably in the next video. And my hope was I could do like a greater rift and maybe have some of the loot that drops be a jeweler's recipe. Because I figured the problem was that I just hadn't given him enough recipes yet. And if I gave him another one and I was already at 70, it should be at 70. And, and yeah, that didn't happen. So, um, <laughs> so I had to keep trying and I moved up the... Greater Rift, diff well, the, the game difficulty, I think, 
Did I go? I, yeah, I moved the game difficulty from expert to master and then uh, did a master objective by completing a greater rift on master difficulty or higher. And somewhere in that rift, my barbarian died. Her second death of the season. This is a softcore character. And I th- am so glad I decided to do softcore this season. I do switch off sometimes. I'm always, almost always playing a barbarian either way, but that would have been the end of my season right there. Knowing that the season's about to end or, you know, very soon, it just i think if i died with the hardcore character there i'd be done and be like forget it i'll wait for the next one and rather than trying to level up again things like that the other thing i did is i killed Izawal, and so that put me at 10 out of 11 objectives done for chapter three and then after that in the next video i killed malthiel on master difficulty which wasn't too hard um the reason it wasn't too hard is I guess I was getting better at this or I had enough gear, that kind of thing. And I just kept going until I got them. You know, you dodge around stuff. And when I started playing Diablo 3, I started as a demon hunter where you kind of have to dodge around stuff. And so I just do that with the barbarian sometimes. And it took a while. It wasn't the fastest kill ever, but it worked. And then I had all 11 of the objectives done for Chapter 3. And, well, I hadn't finished Chapter 2 yet. And... The game, it was weird. I've never seen this happen before. Maybe it's common for this to happen, but this is the first time I've seen it. I had all the boxes checked off for chapter three, but it didn't give me the little gold shiny ribbon at the top like I had for chapter one that I finished a while ago. And I couldn't figure out why because they were clearly done. And I'm like, okay, is it another glitch? I I don't get this. I don't know. I think the next video I had, uh, I only had one chapter four objective done. I don't remember which one it was right now. It might have been the same video. It doesn't really matter. But in any case, I put a rare item into Kanai's cube because that's an objective you got to do. You got to change it to a legendary. I already had, okay, at this point, for some reason, I already had the boots for the Immortal King set. And so I put in pants this time and it gave me back Immortal King's pants. So now I had two pieces of the Immortal King set. And if you have two pieces of that set and you wear them, it doesn't matter which two pieces your ancients last until they die, which is excellent because otherwise you're like hitting the, the skill, whatever number you got it on and on your keyboard and they last for a certain amount of time and then they just poof, they turn gold and they're gone. And then you got to wait for the cooldown. Well, now you don't got to wait for the cooldown unless they somehow all die. So this was cool. And it was such a game changer because now I could just fly through the, the rifts, the greater rifts, the Nephilim rifts, all of that stuff so much quicker. And it just gave me hope that there was a chance I'm going to actually complete the season journey or at least through chapter four. You know, that seemed a lot, that seemed incredibly possible. And maybe it would make the rest of it easier too. So I skimmed through the rings and amulets that my jeweler could craft. And I thought, okay, does he have anything with 70? And I didn't see it again. I didn't see it. And the reason I didn't see it is because I was tired. And the reason I was tired is because spring pollen season has been horrible for like a month. I mean, we're talking levels of pollen that affect people who have no allergies whatsoever. And it just made me tired and I didn't see it. So I just went on and I did a greater rift on master difficulty. And it went by super fast because the ancients were really helpful and they didn't die and it was great and so i mean i didn't remember that the immortal king set had that ability i don't know if they changed it or if it's just been a while since i've used it 
But man, it was good. You know, it just sped everything up really well. So the next video, I decided to do a set of bounties because it dawned on me that one way to get a jeweler recipe is to do a set of bounties. And I hadn't, you know, I hadn't thought of it until, you know, that next video. So I did some act one videos because I like fighting skeletons and zombies and it seemed like fun. So I went in and hoped that it would give me like at the end with the uh, bounty cash that it would give me at least one jeweler recipe. And uh, it did. It gave me a recipe for a, a flawless royal amethyst. I walked over to the jeweler and I handed him that and the objective came up that I wasn't expecting. It was a chapter four objective that said uh, that requires the player to give the jeweler five recipes. So I really hadn't given him five recipes yet. This one made that objective complete because it was now done. I didn't, I didn't even, I wasn't even thinking about that one, but there it was. But it still didn't finish the objective in chapter two where I needed to craft a level 70 ring or amulet. And so I went back and I looked through all of stuff and there at the very top of the list was a level 70 amulet. So I crafted it and that finished chapter two. Now, here's the thing that was interesting. As soon as I finished that last objective and I got like all the achievement toast and stuff that pops up, the game told me that I'd completed chapter three and that I was getting the... Uh, the little stash of stuff from Hadrig, the uh, blacksmith. And then it told me I had finished chapter two because I'd finished them in that order. So the game knew when I finished it, it just won't give you the, you know, the loot unless you finish the chapters previous to it. I had no idea that was how this thing functioned, but there we are. So I got two bags with two set pieces in them. The set piece, that's the freebie for the Barbarians this season, season 22, is the Horde of the 90 Savages set. I don't really like the name that much, but the, so far the set looks cool. And it seems kind of neat. I'll know more when I get the whole thing, but I had four of them just like that all at once. And so what that meant was I needed to remove some of the, well, one of the Immortal King set that I was using in order to, to get this, but I put it back because it gives me the ancients and they're more efficient than trying things without them. So now I had about four out of 12 objectives done in chapter four and I went up to Torment one and I did a Nephilim rift and, you know, brought the Immortal, uh, the Immortal King set and all of my ancients with me and it just zoomed right along. I killed Diablo in Torment two and completed the fall objective. I had like half of chapter four done. And the next thing I did was run a greater rift level 13, which I think was a torment. It was either torment one or torment two greater rift. I think torment one maybe. And I was doing really well. And then my internet died <laughs> before I could finish the rift. And I'm like, oh no. So this is yet another example of why it was a good idea for me to play softcore this season, because that had been the third, that was the third death of this barbarian. And it's so close to the season ending, it would have just been, I would have given up at that point. But since it was a soft core, I was able to get back into the game later on when my internet had returned and did that Greater Rift 13. And on Torment 2, it worked. It just worked. So I ended up with, um, I'm not yet done with Chapter 4. I think I have, I might have more than half of it done right now. And I have 40 Paragon points for whatever that's worth. I have never been able to sort out, you know, okay, if you're going to do this thing on this difficulty, then you have to have this many Paragon points. I've never really even thought about that. So I don't know if this is like average or below average or good or what, but that's where I'm at. 
So the next time I play, I'm going to go after the Key Wardens, which are Torment 4, and that should be interesting because I don't know if I can do that yet. I've done it before with other characters with a different combination of gear, but I don't know. We'll have to see. So that's how my week in gaming went. It's more than a week, but I hadn't said anything about it, so I kind of felt like maybe y'all would want to know I'm still playing the game, so I'm playing the game and I'm letting you know about it and it should be good. Now, you can find links to all of these videos in a couple of places they will be in the show notes as usual i do put my videos up on youtube so i did recently put some of the older videos still season 22 on youtube and you know one after the other for as far as i got and what i do first though is i release them as a podcast episode on bookofgen.net and after that sometime they go to youtube so you can find those either way you know for free you can come to the website and just look at it if you want you don't have to necessarily subscribe to anything unless that's your thing but there's going to be a lot of content coming out really soon when i'm probably when i'm done with this show i'll start so so there's that. And from here, I'm going to move on to all the other things going on in the uh, Diablo community. One is pretty important. On March 15th, the Blizzard CS account for the Americas tweeted out a warning that said, don't fall for Diablo 2 resurrected tech alpha access giveaway scams. If you're interested in participating, opt in through the official website. More information can be found here. And it includes a link to the uh, to Battle.net and the Diablo 2 Resurrected Alpha Access. It's how to receive access to alpha or beta testing. So if you're on the internet and some idiot is going, hey, I can give you a Diablo 2 key, just like block them or something because they're just running a scam. You got to go through the actual Diablo 2 website from Blizzard in order to potentially get into an alpha or beta. So just so you know that, because I know some of us like, there was a time when there were people uh, online that mostly worked for Blizzard in one capacity or another that were able to give out keys for alphas and betas and, and such like that. And that changed over time where it was a little bit different. Like I think in some cases, uh, people opt in and hope they get in. Sometimes I think people that play a lot of Diablo and are well-known streamers probably get keys from Blizzard because that's useful for Blizzard and it's fun to watch, you know, really good players stream that stuff. But, you know, if you, if you see some rando on Twitter, just ignore it. It, it's, it won't get you anything good. It'll be a scam. So there's that. Moving on, I'm going to talk about the podcasts, the Diablo-related podcasts that have gone out since um, the last time I talked. I'm not going to go through everything because I know I missed it all. But the recent ones, I was on Hearthstone to Help. Now, the previous Shattered Soulstone had Shazam on my show, and so then I was on his show, and it was really fun. And we talked for, like, I think it was over an hour easily. So we talked about video games and the history of video games in our lifetime, like what we played and our memories of it and stuff like that. We talked about some Diablo stuff, but there's not a lot out there right now. And uh, we got into this really interesting, I think interesting, conversation about education, as in like college education. And we were comparing like what it was like for Generation X, which is my generation, to what's going on with the millennials now and like student loans and stuff. And it was like, it was just really interesting and wide ranging conversation. And I had a lot of fun. So you can check that one out. It's episode 17. Uh, again, links will be in my show notes at Shattered Soulstone and you can find it. I would say go to the Hearthstone to Hell uh, Twitter account. That'll get you to Spotify, but you can get it on um, Apple Podcasts and probably other things as well. And I just, I really enjoyed being on the show. So you might want to check that out. 
Another podcast that came out was West March Workshop episode 205 called We're Going to Church. Not entirely certain what that means, but um, haven't listened to it yet. I'll get there, but that's their episode. And part of their description says the 2.7 PTR has wrapped up. We are getting more info. Are we getting? Are we getting more info on Immortal Soon? Question mark. And a lore dive into just who or what all those religious symbols in the Diablo 4 trailers could represent. So I think that's going to be a really interesting show because I haven't dug into the lore of any of that yet myself. And I think it'll be neat to find out what you know Nineball thinks about that. There's also a tweet from Lord Fluffy, and he has the new meta podcast that does show up on YouTube. And it's episode 139, and it appears to be titled D2R Survey, and there's something about Path of Exile in there. So they're talking about Diablo 2 Resurrected, Diablo 3 Season Dates, and uh, some kind of uh, harvest controversy in um, uh, Path of Exile. I don't know anything about Path of Exile other than I've watched some people stream it and it looks fun. So if you want to know about that, he's on Twitter. Everything that I'm talking about today that I'm um, mentioning links to and stuff, they're all retweeted on the Shattered Soulstone Twitter. So if you want to know what's going on, you can just click it from there and you'll find everything I'm talking about. Bloodshed has a video released on March 17. It is a YouTube video, and he's called this one Another Day, Another Crusader video. Let's go. And it is three Crusader builds for the Season 23 patch 2.7.0 Diablo. So it's looking at next season. So if you want to figure out if you like playing Crusaders, this might be something to look at and see what might work well for Season 23. There's also this really cool thing. Richard Knack is a writer who wrote the entire Sin War trilogy quite some time ago. It provides a ton of lore about how Sanctuary got made and what happened there. And some of this you've probably picked up through Diablo 3, if nothing else. But the books give you stuff that's not detailed in the game and it's just so well written and it fits in, you know, it puts a lot of the pieces together for the gaps that you can't, you can't get just by playing Diablo 3. So he retweeted Blizz Planet that noted that uh, the Sin War trilogy is, um, and with a lot of hashtags, the Sin War trilogy book three, The Veiled Prophet is available now and it's uh it's got a thing on it that says Blizzard Legends Audio on the graphic for it. And it's an audiobook that you can pre-order soon. Not sure where. It looks like there's an Amazon link. So um, I'm going to guess it's probably on Amazon. You know, it's like a audiobook kind of thing. And if you haven't, I know the first two were released. This is the third one. So if you've been following that along on Amazon, here's your chance to finish the series and see you know how that went. And on MaxRoll, um, which does so many builds and things like that, I'm really impressed with what the writers there can come up with and how helpful a lot of it is. So on March 16th, the MaxRoll Twitter account said, Season 22 is going to end next week, next week on Sunday the 28th. We will update all of our guides and tier lists for Season 23 soon. MaxRoll is also dedicated to bring you the guides for every class and set. So today we have the Helltooth Gargantuan Pet Witch Doctor Guide for you. It was posted up on March 26th. I believe this is their most recent build that they've put up. And again, it's just as detailed 
as so many of the other ones have been. So this one, you can see like the set pieces and the skills and what kind of gems you need and all of this kind of stuff. There's pros and cons about it, details about the core setup, a couple other things you can do. And if you want to do like uh, GR solo push with this, here's what you need. And it's just all right there, easy to read, easy to follow if you know what to look for and it's all you know there's descriptions of everything but it's also very visual so whichever way you like to get information i think it would work for you one or the other maybe both if you're if you're into that that's what max roll is doing and personally i'm looking forward to seeing what kind of builds they come up with to uh show us for season 23 because i mean i'm gonna play a barbarian so i'd like to see what barbarian stuff they have but if you don't play a, you know, a barbarian, you probably have a class you love more than that one. And you're probably going to want to check max roll to see what they can tell you and possibly make your gameplay more successful than you might have had without it. I think that's everything that I wanted to cover. Next one is the big episode 300. And I'm really excited about it because that's a huge number. And I think you're going to enjoy uh, finding out uh, what or who that show may include. You have been listening to episode 299 of The Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. Missed an episode? You can find the show blog and listen to the show archives at www.shatteredsoulstone.com. Come join us in-game. Our in-game community and clan, both named Shattered Soulstone, are open to anyone who would like to join. You can also join us on Discord for the ultimate team and community-based experience. Find the Discord invitation link on our Twitter and Facebook page, as well as the Shattered Soulstone website. This show is powered by you, the listener. Send in your thoughts, contributions, questions, and feedback to our Twitter at Shattered Stone or Facebook at facebook.com slash Shattered Soulstone. You can also leave a comment on the Shattered Soulstone website under pretty much any episode. Okay, so thank you for listening. This episode is titled, oops, I didn't make a title. Hold on. <laughs> oh, snap. Take two.